lawsuit. How a new Prince George's County Council will look now next year. I'm John Dome. The House passes legislation that would revive a ban on semi-automatic weapons. And film critic Christian Toto will review the weekend's new releases. It's 10 o'clock. Is CBS News on the hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Kentucky's governor says at least 16 people, including children, have died in the flooding that has hit his state. The Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Seidel reports from the flood zone. Floodwaters triggered by torrential rain surged through the small town of Pineman, inundating the elementary school and leaving it under a thick crust of mud. Classes were to begin in less than two weeks, but not anymore. The school is, is kind of the heart where everybody comes together, and so that's... It's hard. Kentucky is just one of several states left reeling from severe flooding. Monsoonal rains washed through parts of Nevada, soaking unlucky gamblers on the Las Vegas Strip. Scientists say climate change amplifies these storms and the damage they leave behind. Top diplomats from the U.S. and Russia have spoken in an effort to free American basketball star Brittany Griner and former Marine Paul Whelan. Secretary of State Antony Blinken did not confirm the identity of any Russians who would be swapped, but one name that has come up often is that of arms dealer Victor Boot. CBS's Catherine Herridge with more. Former DEA agent Robert Zaharias Shavitz was part of an international team that captured Boot in Thailand 14 years ago. The arms dealer was later convicted on federal conspiracy charges to kill Americans as supply weapons to a terrorist group. Zaharia Shavis told CBS News a swap for the arms dealer would put Americans at more risk. I believe we're sending the message that it is good business to deal in capturing, kidnapping, detaining of American citizens. Mega Millions players have been lining up around the outside of a convenience store in Texas. Many considered one of the luckiest in the state, KRLD's Alan Skaya. Chuck's Grocery in Arlington has a wall of winners with the pictures of dozens who have won between a hundred and a million dollars. Owner Lupe Beltran says someone won a hundred thousand dollars from a scratch off just last week. Everybody was excited for him as well. Just imagining what you would do with a winning like that. Some people lining up were buying hundreds of tickets, others just one. Who knows? It only takes one to win. A dollar may win. You can't win. It's Play. Beltran says he's glad for the jackpot, saying he'd get a bonus if someone wins, but he's also selling more sodas and tacos. Alan Skaya for CBS News, Arlington, Texas. A group of 9-11 survivors and families are protesting the Saudi-funded Live Golf League's tournament being held at Trump National Golf Club in New Jersey. Protester Brett Eagleson. A former president two days ago claimed that he doesn't know about our outrage and he doesn't know who was behind 9-11. That is the worst feeling that these family members can get when we're not even getting through to a former president. That is the worst, worst form of greed and worst form of evil. President Zelensky visits a port as Ukraine prepares to ship out grain. This is CBS News. Find great hires fast with Indeed. Their end-to-end -end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 10.03 on Friday, July 29th, 2022. It's 72, falling into the mid-60s to low-70s. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. 
Our top local story surrounds the woman accused of shooting her husband in a Southwest D.C. hotel because she believed he was sexually abusing kids in her care. Today, a D.C. judge ordered that she stay behind bars. The judge also decided there's enough evidence for the case to now go to trial. Police say Shantiri Weems shot her husband at the Mandarin Oriental last week after learning that he had been sexually abusing several kids at her daycare in Owings Mills. Her lawyer says they got into an argument that turned violent and it was self-defense. According to court documents, she told police she didn't want to kill her husband, she just wanted to hurt him. And in a notebook, she wrote an apology to her babies and that she didn't know. James Weems Jr. remains in custody in D.C. He'll be appearing in a Baltimore County court next week over a long list of sexual abuse charges. The former Baltimore City cop was hospitalized with two gunshot wounds, police say. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Equality Virginia has filed a friend of the court brief asking the Supreme Court of Virginia to uphold a lower court's dismissal of a fired teacher's lawsuit. That teacher, Peter Vlaming, was fired from the public schools in West Point, Virginia, after refusing to use male pronouns to address a student who had undergone a gender transition and changed his name legally. The school system says it was a violation of his anti-discrimination, of their rather, anti-discrimination and anti-harassment policies. Vlaming then filed a $1 million lawsuit against the West Point School Board, saying the policies violated his rights under Virginia law. The circuit court for the county of King William then dismissed Vlaming's suit. In a statement, Equality Virginia Executive Director Narissa Rahman says we know that transgender students thrive when they are supported by an inclusive school environment, which includes using their correct pronouns. Folks who worked for Alexandria Public Schools have to be vaccinated for COVID-19 before classes begin in late August. But the mandate does not impact people who can show legal evidence for a religious or medical exemption. If they get one of those, those workers need to be tested weekly. Anyone else who opts out will be fired or put on unpaid leave. Meantime, the school district has a new interim superintendent. The board approved a contract for Melanie K. Wyatt. That starts September 1st and lasts through June or until a permanent superintendent is hired. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Term limits and the defeat of one incumbent on the Prince George's County Council means five new faces will join the six returning members in December. Crystal Laureata sailed to victory in the 7th District, knocking off incumbent after losing to him by just 31 votes four years ago. She becomes the first openly LGBTQ member of the council and could help push the council in a more progressive direction. Being a local activist, she had that extra motivation. A controversial redistricting proposal that ultimately lost was targeted at her and Eric Olson, who won in District 3. William Ford with the Washington Informer says their arrival means... There could be enough votes to change the dynamic of leadership. Juanica Fisher in District 2, Walla Blagay in the 6th, and Ingrid Harrison in the 4th will also make for five black women on the 11-member council. John Dome in WTOP News. Over in Baltimore, defense attorney Ivan Bates is now running unopposed for state's attorney. Unaffiliated candidate Roya Hanna announced today that she's pulling out of the race a week after Bates defeated incumbent Marilyn Mosby in the Democratic primary. Baltimore is heavily Democratic and there is no Republican running. Bates has a lot of work to do in Baltimore. There have been more than 300 murders there in each of the past seven years. Coming up after traffic and weather, if you're considering a trip to the movie theater this weekend and now you're not sure what to see, keep it here. Film critic Christian Toto will review the new films Vengeance and 13 Lives. It's 10.07. 
The U.S. Army needs a flight-proven long-range weapon system with the speed, agility, and maneuverability to deliver overmatch in complex multi-domain operations. That proven solution is the Bell V-280 Valor. Bell and its Team Valor industrial base partners are ready to provide the lowest risk, most advanced future long-range weapon system, the V-280 Valor. Facts matter. And our industrial base teammates have a trusted and credible history.